now that Phoenix has national television time for the first time in 11 years since that 2010 ball club who got beat by the Lakers that year in the second or third round, though, is that now the nation and the world can see how great of a player that this kid is. I remember meeting Devin actually uh, at a Padre Diamondback game when he was drafted about a week or so beforehand. And, you know, 18-year-old kid out of Kentucky, you know, shy, getting, you know, getting accustomed to that city, though. And seeing how he had played, though, during those first years, though, and obviously, you know, a part of a ball club who was taking their licks and losing, you know, having losing seasons, though, and getting in the lottery, that he was building towards something great, though. But now that Phoenix is on this, you know, is, is on this stage now and that they have a chance to prove to everyone out there that they were 51 and 21, they're worthy of that number two spot. Now is the chance for a young budding superstar like D-Book to show exactly why he is a very special down. I, I, I still know if he's top 10. He very well might be. In fact, that they have a very nice long playoff run, though. But I will say, though, this is what I, I call Loro and Trevor small market syndrome. When you have a, a, a star player like Devin Booker playing in a market in the NBA like Phoenix, Arizona, a city that has not had a lot of championship caliber ball clubs, minus Diana Taurasi and the Phoenix Mercury and, of course, the D-backs in 2001 and a couple of good Cardinals teams and a couple of good Coyotes teams, that you're, you get hungry for stars. You get hungry for winning. But at a time, though, where the Suns had not been great over the past, you know, five, seven, nine, eleven years, though, and to finally see this ball club with Chris Paul kind of being that anchor that Phoenix can finally get themselves back on the map, though. But more than anything else, though, that Booker can show what maybe a lot of the country guys has been missing because of that small market syndrome where, again, the Suns aren't on national, weren't on national TV for a long time during his uh, career because, again, they were you know always in the bottom part of the conference or bottom part of the division. I think that that last season that the bubble environment for the Suns, yeah, they missed it in the postseason, but that, I think, was kind of like the first big stepping stone forward for D-Book to kind of get himself like, hey, what about me? I know I'm in a small market in the NBA, you know, great sports town with some great teams, but this is my time to prove that I belong among all these other superstars in the NBA. And so far, after one game, he proved it. But can this continue on, though, for Phoenix? For, for I mean, despite me being a Laker fan, for a city like Phoenix, though, who, again, has been looking for a winner, they've not had anything winning-wise, minus Diana Taurasi and the Mercury and the WNBA with their three championships. I'm, I'm not going to pull a Mark Stein here and say that this is the first ever, like, meaningful basketball game being played in Phoenix. There's been plenty of other WNBA playoff games played by the Mercury over the past several years. And, of course, they have three championships. But that this is the chance, though, for the Suns to kind of maybe get themselves back into the conversation down there in Phoenix. But it's game one.